the college football experience, New Mexico Lobos 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That is sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. And remember folks, as always to let it ride. Hey everybody, Jim McMahon here and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. New Mexico Lobos 2023 season preview episode. I'm excited to talk Lobos. I just sat down with a few of few of the Lobo players, and then I got an opportunity to sit down with Danny Gonzalez at Mountain West Media Day. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. They were all fantastic people to meet. And uh, look, uh, if you're, perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swiggin, Dan DeMaze, Dan, a.k.a. Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Let's go. Yeah, buddy. I mean, I like the New Mexico Lobos. I think I've said this forever in a day. I watch their college basketball games at the pit. And the place is lit. I watched uh, randomly had uh, the studio going and uh, I think it was a Texas tech, New Mexico game back in the nineties pop up on the screen here at the studio place was lit. There's no pro sports there. This thing is just, it's a dynamite stick that just needs to be lit, man. Well, we were looking at it. This is one of what four States in the country that is uh, college basketball is their favorite sport. So but it's so easy to they're, take that. They're very you know, look good at Kentucky at now. Basketball. Kentucky, Kentucky is a football school now. They're not a basketball school. Mm, no, they're not. They're a basketball school. But I would they not not by the they're money. They're better at football right now. And they probably generate more money because football in general generates. Way more. I'm just saying, there's a bit of a shift. There's a there bit of a, a shift, shift right now, um, and a shift could easily occur for New Mexico. That's what I'm saying. This is just sitting there. It's a big city. Yeah. This thing. Come on. NIL, let's get it going. I mean, you're touching Texas. Who could Football. ignite this? Not that we're wishing because Danny Gonzalez was cool as fuck, man. I got this chance to sit down. Whether you like it or not, yeah. He is a Lobo himself. Bo. Played under Rocky Long, and uh, I'm wishing the best. Let's 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 talk a little bit about it. I'm joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, let's get it going, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Let's get it going. Talk a little Lobos. Look, uh, 
1982, they won a national championship. Nice. They had the same record as Penn State. Penn State won the national championship. And they won the national championship uh, in 1982 because they only had one loss. Same record. They didn't play. There you Plus, go. they didn't touch any children. So I'm going to go ahead and say Found them. they are the real national champions. There you go. Uh, under Joe, Joe Morrison. Uh, but no, this is a program. I, I'm telling you, when, when Rocky Long had him going to what? Five bowl games in six years. Uh, getting it done there in the, the 2000s. Getting it done. And then they made a mistake of saying, Rocky Long, you're, you're no longer employed here. And uh, Mike Loxley's our guy. And then they <laughs> proceeded to go three and 33. Yeah. And then they hired Bob Davey. And that really was all right. He had a nine yeah. win season in 2016. Up and down. And that's the last time they had a winning season. Mm. Been but, a rough run. But Danny Gonzalez was hired the year that COVID happened. Yeah. And I can tell you, as a guy that traveled the United States during COVID, New Mexico was not fucking around. All right. It was interesting. You go to Arizona, you could do anything. Yeah. It was like a normal day. You go to New Mexico, couldn't even, uh, you couldn't do anything. You know what I mean? Nothing was open. Did okay there. Two and five in year one during the COVID. It's been a little bit of a downhill slide from Three a win and nine percentage. The next year, standpoint. and then two and 10. Yeah, 29%, 25%, then 17%. As a two and ten coach last year, I liked I liked what he did in the off season though. He went out and hired Bryant and Vincent. So their offense, we're going to get into all this. I do think if you're a Lobo fan, you should be more optimistic this year for any year in the Gonzalez era. Just going to go ahead and say that. Out of all of the years you've seen Gonzalez there, I think this is the one you should be most optimistic. And we will touch on why, but you know. Immediately critical year though. Year four, having the worst offense in the country last year. Second I think, worst. Second, second worst. Okay. Yeah. yeah behind yeah. Iowa. Um, we, uh, there's a reason that, that, that there can only really be one reason why we see optimism. You guys figure that out. We'll talk about it. Well, and uh, I think, you know, knowing that he's a Lobo and he got, and he started year one at COVID. I don't know that he, a lot of people say, is he definitely on the hot seat? Would they give him one more year? I'm not sure. You want to give your guy time, especially when you don't have a, a a record, a history of you know great success. Let your guy cook a little bit, you know. I I I'm just saying it's a big year. It's a big year in Albuquerque, and I'm wishing the best. Danny Gonzalez, I sat down with him, cool as hell, man. And by the way, folks, I did get a chance to ask him how he thinks he will fare in the Royal in uh, at Mountain West Media Day. I I got I asked him how do you think he would do uh, in a Royal Rumble of coaches in the Mountain West. He said he would win easily. Mm. And he said, I fight dirty. I will uh, cut Achilles. Ooh. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, throw dirt in your eye, like Ric Flair. Right. My, my kind so of guy. I, I'm starting to buy in, on, 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 uh, you know, uh, on the tide turning there for, uh, for Sounds it's like easy a, to see a tide turn. Perfect fit for Albuquerque. Yes. Perfect. Perfect fit. And uh, look, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk. Uh, transfer portal. We're going to go uh, look at the offense, the defense, the special teams forecast, how they will do. They don't have Rocky long anymore. We're going to touch base on that. Mm. And, uh, and then we will uh, go game by game on the Lobo schedule and project how they'll do in 2023. Excited to talk Lobos. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the New Mexico Lobo 2023 season preview episode on the college football experience is brought to you by Patreon. Yes. Do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the sports gambling podcast, the SGP Patreon ton of exclusive content contests and merch just for our patrons. Plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, which, you know, we'll hop on there, tell you some good old stories 
Uh, it's an ad-free censored show. It'll be highlighting the best stories from decades of being DJs. Might tell that story of me uh, having uh, almost won 10 grand before you, <laughs> you mushed me. Jinxed you. <laughs> uh, there's also a Discord channel just for our patrons. Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support SGPN. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back on the college football experience. New Mexico Lobos 2023 season preview. That's one of the questions I got to ask. Uh, as I know, we're about to key in on the portal. I got to ask uh, about Rocky Long leaving for Syracuse. I, I think he had previously had ties with Dino Babers. And uh, I said, you know, is this something? Uh, Danny Gonzalez, first off, Rocky Long's his guy. No. So he said, what do you mean? My guy's getting more money. And, you know, we had already been kind of building for at some point uh, shifting over to uh, to a new DC that that would be younger at some point, just because we we knew Rocky Long's older, but at the same time, yeah, yeah I mean, so, how could you possibly give the guy a hard time? Yeah, he's responsible for building this program. Yeah, uh, Troy Reffitt is the new yeah. is the new DC, and apparently, like he was kind of already like we had Rocky Long kind of learning from him, and then Danny Gonzalez said the same thing happened to me when he was at San Diego State as the DC. And first Rocky was calling the defense and then the transition and the same for uh, Zach Arnett, who's Mississippi state's head coach. Yeah. That a clean handoff. Of, yeah. It can yeah. happen. So Tony Revit, by the way, was uh North Texas's defensive coordinator a few years back came to uh, New Mexico to be the defensive coach, kind of a step down, you know, to uh, join. Not when you're working for Rocky Log. That's true. Yeah. You know, maybe a great uh, it's like right, I, get a, I get a couple of years to hang out with uh, Bud Foster or Rocky Log. Yeah, one of like the greatest minds. Gary Patterson. Yeah. Yeah. So he took full advantage and he has been groomed. I don't know if that's the uh, uh, a usable word anymore. Yeah. Groomed for the position and he's taking over and hopefully it's a seamless transition for them. They're yeah. pretty good last year. Yeah, but but the, yeah, the defense was good last year. It was the offense that was the problem. Let's talk a little bit about the Porter and what is departing. Linebacker Dion Hunter gone. Hmm. Uh, I don't think that's a huge loss. I don't think he did much. Running back Chad Alexander gone. Actually, Hunter was uh, fourth leading tackler. Apparently, they they what they had one guy graduate of their top seven tacklers. One guy graduate. Uh, one guy uh, go pro and five transfer. But Deion Hunter hasn't landed anywhere. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. He's just sitting there in the portal, at least according to 24 seven sports, uh, which can be wrong sometimes as I noticed this offseason. <laughs> um, next up, uh, running back Chad Alexander, as I alluded to in the portal, cornerback AJ Odoms is now at UTEP. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of tough because that's kind of like right down yeah. the road, yeah, right around the corner. Um. They also lost uh wide receiver Trey Hall, but once again the offense was terrible, so get out of here. Yeah. Uh they also lost uh what? Antonio Hunt at the cornerback spot. Again, no no real production to speak of. Quarterback CJ Montez has gone to Fordham. Um yeah. nothing. This one I think hurts. Defense alignment Ian Shul to Arizona state. It's a big loss, big, big loss. Let me see. Ian Shul production wise. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, good for a, a good second and a half and a pick Ouch. You know, that's an impact kind of guy on at the uh, uh, defensive line position. 
Then uh, defense lineman Jaden Phillips headed out to Sam Houston State, who's jumping up to the FBS this very year. Uh, another another loss that is probably at similar level. Sam Houston State, yeah. for all you know, could end up in the uh, in the uh, you know the Mountain West at some point, hypothetically here. But uh, Jaden Phillips, twenty tackles in one sack, uh, mild production, a little depth loss there. This was a huge loss here. Adari Halsey, safety to Houston with Dana Holgerson. Dory Halsey. Uh yeah. I'm not seeing what his uh production, but that was that's a tough one. Anytime uh, Houston's nabbing a guy, you're gonna yeah. I wanna say he was all conference a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh safety Ronald Wilson to incarnate word. All right. Then you have cornerback Xavier Haley to the portal. Losing uh, all over the place. And uh, defensive yeah. defensive depth. Wide receiver Jordan Porter to Yukon. Going cross country there. Mm, mm, mm. Running back Peyton Dixon to Nevada in conference. Ouch. Slap in the face. Uh then you have cornerback Andrell Barney. He is uh still, I think he went JUCO. Uh Athlete Jamar Sanders to Lamar. Mm, mm, mm. Lamar Sanders, a little bit of production there. Uh, well, well I mean, great rushing average, twelve point five yards per rush. So maybe a bit of a explosive explosion loss there. And that's what they lost. Yeah. Now let's talk about what they gained because I think you make a case they might have won the portal. Okay. Safety Noah Pola Gates mm-hmm. coming in from Nebraska. Nice. Colorado offensive tackle Travis Gray coming into the Lobos. Two power fives. Mississippi State wide receiver Caden Pope comes in to the Lobos. Three. East Carolina tight end Max Lance comes in to the Lobos. Four. Well, uh, you wish. Well, they play at a power five level. <laughs> uh, Georgetown offensive center Sam Te- Telesa coming in. The Hoyas. <laughs> Uh, TCU safety Diarco Perkins McAllister coming into the Lobos, getting a defensive back from TCU always a good thing. Yeah, then you have UAB quarterback Dylan Hopkins. This guy started at UAB over the past two years. Yeah, I love this kid. This is why I think they won the portal. Yeah. They finally got a guy that can actually complete a pass. Good for a, what twenty eight touchdowns and eleven picks over the last two years. Yeah, I think you take that. Yeah, and and not only that, they added some depth. DC Tabscott. Uh, quarterback from Appalachian State also coming in. Uh, then it looks like Hopkins might have some wheels too. Six Hopkins can play, man. He can play. Uh, TCU wide receiver Caleb Medford coming in. Okay, a couple guys, national championship state lines there. Oklahoma safety Bryson Washington coming in. Uh, Washington State defensive end Gabriel Lopez coming in. ULM running back Andrew Henry coming in. Never fade about in a big game, Patty C. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, and San Diego wide receiver Xavier Van comes in from the Toreros. Look, uh, you saw what San Diego had a player drafted this, this past year. Um, so there is that. And uh, that would you say they won the portal, Patty C? I think uh, picking up your quarterback, your starting quarterback, especially when your uh, offense production has been so bad. Um, over the past few years, I mean, especially passing 
Yeah. Have we gone into their? Uh, Not yet. Yeah, I mean, but, they, but, they're one of the worst passing teams in the country. If you get a quarterback, who, well, who, and he's familiar with the offense because it's Brian Vincent's offense. Yeah, they hired Brian Vincent from UAB. Yeah. He was the head coach last year at UAB. He was the offensive coordinator, took over as the interim head coach. Yeah. So essentially, he's been running the offense for years yeah. there. Yeah. Had a good year last year as the interim. Like you said, didn't get rehired. Comes over. And I kind of thought he should have got rehired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he comes in, and I think that's a win. Now, the offensive side of the ball, Patty C, a year ago, the Lobos, 129th in scoring offense, 100th in rush offense, 127th in pass offense, charting at the number 130 offense in America. That's brutal. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Very bad. Only way, only one way to go, buddy. That's right. 127 in uh passing offense. We said now UAB. I am curious. I didn't pull this up beforehand, but I will momentarily. Uh I'm curious where their overall offense was. Uh UAB. They were 53rd overall offense. So yeah. They're going to be better. Get that offense with a two year starter at the quarterback coming in. Maybe you get a big jump out of your offense. And they bring back eight offensive starters that have started games in college football. I know all of them were not on the Lobos last year, but I am optimistic on the development here on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so at starting quarterback, we have Dylan Hopkins with uh, Devin Dampier and, D- and DC Tab Scott battling out, I think, for the second spot. Uh, the running back situation, Andrew Henry comes in from ULM and him and Christian Washington, I think are going to be guys getting the carries there. They also have Sherrod white and Dorian Lewis, uh, Christian the, Washington good for 310 yards last Andrew year. Henry, uh, I think was solid at ULM. Okay. Um, the wide receiver position, they bring back Andrew Ek, uh, Erickson and, uh, and Luke Weissung. But to me, I'm excited to see what these transfers can do. <laughs> That's how bad this passing offense was. Luke Weissong was the uh, leading receiver with 34 catches, 291 yards, and one touchdown. You need more out of your aerial attack. I'm excited to see what the, the these transfers from Mississippi State and TCU can do. They also brought in Jeremiah Hickson from Alabama State. So nice addition. Excited to see what they can do there. They also have uh, the Arizona State guy, Gort. Uh, uh, yeah, um, but tight end Trace Bruckler's back, Patty C. There you go. Uh, the offensive line brings back four or five. And I think that's where you circle. That's what you circle. They were terrible last year, but <laughs> they got to, you can't, they got to be getting better. You would think yeah. a year older. Yeah. So maybe, maybe something there and uh, development, development, development defensively. They lose Rocky long, but like I said, Tony ref, it's going to be running their same stuff uh, again. It's uh Getting the knockoff version of the uh, the expert. We've all what was that uh, movie? Um, Multiplicity. What was that? That terrible uh, multiplicity. That nineteen Michael or, Keaton. Michael Keaton one. <laughs> or every every clone he makes is just like a dumber version of the previous one. I was not thinking we would have a multiplicity <laughs> reference, but I can appreciate that. Um, or it could be like Gung Ho, the uh, the the movie where he's making cars against Japan and he's in Michigan because <laughs> the Japanese cars are definitely fucking better. I miss, so, I miss the eighties yeah. and nineties. <laughs> um, but uh, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball because a year ago, like I said, this was a stout defense considering they were on the field, like 58 minutes of the game, uh, 59th in scoring defense, 75th in rush defense, 28th in pass defense, charting at the 45th best defense in America. Patty C yeah, that's incredibly impressive. When you have that poor of an offense, we were discussing uh, before the episode. We think it's more impressive to have a dominant or a good defense 
when you have a terrible offense than it is a great uh, offense when you have a bad defense. If you have a bad defense, you can still have an offense that, you know, yeah, it gets into a shootout. But if you have a, a terrible offense, then the other team has the ball the whole game. Yeah. They, they might even like give up touchdowns by themselves, which counts against your scoring defense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and they, the, the other team has leverage. They can get creative with their play calling. You, there's never like it's, it's impossible. It's very hard. And so that's, that's an incredible number right there. Now they bring back just three defensive starters, but I asked Danny Gonzalez, is he worried about that? And to me, he was like, I think he was still questioning if the offense can, can be good, you know, because he was very confident. Now he is a defensive guy. He's yeah. like, no, I think we'll be fine on defense. Yeah. It's like, the question is on the offensive side of the ball. Can we do this? Uh, the defensive line breaking in like an entirely new defensive line, but uh, Gabriel Lopez uh, coming in from Washington state penciled in as a starter. Uh, they run the three, three, five, obviously Rocky long created that uh, Tyler uh, Keen is the nose tackle and left end Kyler Drake. They got to step up. They got to step up and get their defensive line. Always so huge in, in football linebacker play, man, play, just, just all brand new linebackers. Patty C. Uh, well, Alec Marenzo is penciled in to be a starter. I, I see he started a few games, I think three starts a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I guess you got a little bit of continuity there. Uh, middle linebacker Ray Luatele is going to be starting. Also, Dimitri Johnson. Uh, and then the Lobo linebacker, which was famously Brian Erlacher's spot. Um, what is that? Like a, basically a cover to like linebacker safety hybrid yeah. kind of deal? Yeah. Tampa two. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Uh, Tavion Combs. And he, he was there last year. So they're bringing back the most important player. Uh, Dante Martin at right corner is back. He is a stud. I know uh, I had a chance to sit down with Dante. He was a very nice guy out of Oxnard, California. And uh, look, he's good. And he's kind of, he, I asked him the same question. He thinks his defense will be better this year. So uh, Zach Morris <laughs> at the left corner. Zach Morris saved by the bell. Hello. Uh, and then you got uh, two. Please let that guy make yes. a lot of last yes. second great plays. Do we have a Slater on this team? Can we find a Slater on this <laughs> roster? Uh, and uh, Marvin Covington at the Wolf linebacker. We got to name someone Screech. Yeah. On yeah. No, I got Screech. I got Screech. Pens- uh, Diarco Perkins, McAllister at the other at the other safety spot as well. It's a TCU transfer. Both safeties are TCU transfers. So. They run the three, three, five there. So um, it makes a lot of sense. Easy transition there. Um, Patty C I'm just going to go ahead and say their kicker and punter back. Their kicker is Luke. Uh, and he wasn't very good last year. 62% on field goals. He is screech. That's great. Right there. <laughs> we have screech. Do we have a Slater on this roster anywhere? You're telling me there's not a Slater on the offensive line somewhere. Uh-huh. I mean, come no, no on. Slaters, uh, no Slaters on this lineup. Do we have any ACs? <laughs> we got to find a guy with AC in the initials. It, yeah, that's true. That's true. We could, we could, we might be able to figure that one out. But uh, I can tell you this who's Kelly Kapowski, huh? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> so hold on. Jarek Reed went to the NFL. Uh, Rico uh, Hannah went to. Um, went to uh, the portal. Or no, he, he graduated. Um, so Jarek Reed was second on the team in tackles. Hannah was uh, fifth on the team in tackles. Then Cody moon went to the portal. Yeah. Halsey went to the portal. Hunter yep. went to the portal. Yep. Odoms went to the portal and Ronald Wilson. Everyone's gone. God, that's a lot of defensive production. They don't need them. 
Reload. I guess. I guess uh, New Reload. Mexico reloads. Top seven tacklers gone. Gone. Get out of here. Uh, look, we're gonna talk all about. Uh, so, so Patty, see, do you think the defense will be better? Like, no. You lost your top Dante, seven tacklers. Dante Martin believes the defense will be better. Danny Gonzalez, he didn't necessarily say the defense will be better. He just said, I'm not worried about the defense. It'll be okay. Yeah. Well, if you're the 45 overall defense and you take a slight step back, you still might be above average. Yeah. So the defense, I think, will step back. The offense will step up, though. There's no way to go. Yeah. Overall, yeah. what that means remains to be seen. We will get to it. We're going to go game by game on the Lobo schedule. How do you see you've been to the great state of New Mexico? I think I've driven through it. In fact, I know I have. I like New Mexico. Underrated state. Let me state. tell you. Underrated state. I think I've told you the story of Matty Juana. Yeah. I'll get to that another time. Yeah. But essentially, uh, we got stuck in the traffic jam on, I think it's the 40. Or yeah. maybe it was the 10. Is the 40? 40, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, pulled off, went, went backwards on the highway, started driving down the highway backwards to get off on an really? exit. Or I think, we you know, we crossed over like a grass median and drove the other way back all, along the highway. Um, pulled off, went to a gas station off on some res, and uh, met some... Really, really grungy dude named Matty Wana. Matty Wana, if you're listening out there, yeah, we welcome you to uh, hit us up. We'll send right. you a shirt. That's uh, right. Anyway, he gave me a bunch of seeded up uh, herb and uh, smoked with us on the highway, and then took us to a uh, what a a uh, abandoned uh, mining town. And uh, Scooby Doo appeared. And nice. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that happened in an episode of uh, Succession. Okay, they yeah. did that in New Mexico, uh, <laughs> but uh, no. Um, I, I really think the state's fantastic. I've been to Taos. Awesome. I've been to Santa Fe. Awesome. I've had good times in Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to go to the White Sands. So, look, I think you might have a little bit of a recruiting thing. If they can get it going, that elevation they play at, too. Come on. Let's get it oh, going. I was just in New Mexico in January. I drove across the country, stopped in the uh, Longhorn Steakhouse there in, uh, I think it was Albuquerque. Longhorn. Patty, see at the Longhorn Steakhouse. I've been what? in Albuquerque lately. There, there you go. Folks, uh, look before we uh, before we get, we get to the game by game part of the schedule, uh, we want to tell you that the college football experience, the Mexico Lobo style, uh, or episode, is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, the NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pickup is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. It's available in a ton of different markets as well. So if your state doesn't have gambling, this is how you do the old quarterback sneak. Plus, there's plenty of opportunities to win with their uh, daily MLB contest. And of course, make sure you enter the best ball mania where first place gets $3 million. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, Patty C. Look, I had a question to ask. Uh, well, I I went and heard uh, Gloria Navarez speak. Um, she is the commissioner of the mountain West. And I asked why, why uh, do you have an, a more aggressive approach to play weekday games? Cause we've seen the Mac benefit from that. CUSA is doing it this year a lot. The mountain West does some, but I feel like they should be a little more committed. Mm-hmm. Brett, your has been very adamant that over the next couple of years, there's gonna be a lot of weekday games. New Mexico is one where I feel like on a Saturday they get lost in the luster. Yeah. Very Play much. like I know New Mexico is not necessarily in charge of aligning this, but I know some of it has to do with their TV contract with CBS and ESPN. Yeah. But I would highly encourage them to try to key in on that more yeah. because I think that would be that's how you that's how you get the sleeping giant awake. I mean, the dog days of summer, which we're in right now, should be an indication to you uh, if you're like the rest of us that 
you are starved for sports. Every night of the week becomes the summer is eternally long because of the lack of sports. It's the same and, thing during the week for big time football fans. You need something on the weeknights. And how about this, folks? There's less and less people together in 2023 than years prior, the decades prior. That means there's more independence, right? People sitting there at home, right? Needing something. Yes, to watch. they work jobs in a cubicle, or if not in a cubicle, then at home on the computer. We know a bunch of them. We employ some. Um, so we uh, are some. Yes, we are some. <laughs> yes. And look, I, I honestly want football and like like college basketball gets it right. There's games on every night. Uh and people yeah. will say, Well, we got to worry about fan turnout, right? On weeknights. Not when I watch the not when I watch the pit on a Wednesday night. Yeah. <laughs> it's rocking. Just on so, fire. Yeah. yeah. So I believe it's all there. Like that match, baby. Like that fucking Friday match. Friday nights are wide open right now. Yeah. Thursdays, Fridays, Wednesdays. Let's go. Uh folks. If you're watching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Remember, we we host all of uh, you know, the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, college basketball experience. Hey, Lobo fans, every night of the college basketball season, I will be live t- here talking college basketball. We're going to have some preseason episodes coming in the coming weeks. So subscribe, tell a friend, and we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But if you're watching on YouTube right now, you see the sweet graphic. Shout out to Cam, our graphics guy. The win total sitting at three and a half, Patty C. Mm. First reaction to three and a half. They lost a ton. You're probably thinking now, right? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a team that hasn't eclipsed three wins in what? Like five years. No, it hasn't uh, since 2016. So getting to four seems like a pretty big jump. I did stumble upon a stat that I find crazy before we get into the first game. You know, New Mexico hasn't blocked a punt in 14 years. That's bizarre. (laughs) Don't ever compare Rocky long to uh, bud foster again. (laughs) Well, Rocky Long's been at San Diego State. They've blocked a lot of punts. Okay. Yeah. There you go. He was only he did a little pit stop at New Mexico. Actually, that stat probably goes back to when he was head coach of of New Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but uh let's hop into it. Week one. Shout out to the SEC for for they go they don't they never go for you know <laughs> Fresno State, I feel like. Yeah. They go for or Boise State. They go now for the Lobos. And when they did Ah, Boise State did beat Georgia. Uh, I will say though, this is now an SEC border battle. True. So maybe they're going to stretch in New Mexico eventually. Kind of doubt it. Uh, New Mexico at Texas A and M. Patty C. Any chance Road Red Face? Uh, you know, eats 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 dirt in College Station. <laughs> ass, uh, yeah. Week one. Yeah, yeah. Um, not really. No. Oh, and one for the Lobos. Yeah. Then the Tennessee Tech. What are they? The Golden Eagles? I think it is. Yep. Uh, come into town. They were four and seven a year ago, and I believe they lost Jeremiah Oatswell, their quarterback. If, mm. and it's always tricky because of the el- the COVID eligibility. I believe he's done, but he might have another year. Uh, this is a win for the Lobos. It's a little bit of a dangerous game, but yeah, probably. A this win. is a great setup for them, though. If they can accomplish this, if they if they can if they can, like the there's a a great way to build momentum. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, if you look at the beginning of the schedule. After A and M, uh, I feel like there's winnable games. Now, obviously, you get what's the name of this rivalry again? Oh, uh, it's not the Civil War. Is this not yeah, not the war on I forty? N- no, I think that's UTEP, New Mexico State, right? Yeah. Let's see. There's, there's a there's a name for this rivalry. Um, we we're talking New Mexico State and New Mexico, but uh, 
That is the Rio Grande rivalry. Yes, the Rio Grande rivalry. I I think, you know, I lean Jerry Kill just because I just think Jerry Kill is a fucking really good coach. I mean, not the not a, not to knock against uh, Danny Gonzalez, but I kind of think they're ahead of schedule right now. Yeah. Now, to be fair, so they played last year and New Mexico lost by twelve, right? Mm. But that was in Las Cruces. This is in Albuquerque. New Mexico State has kind of seized control here. I feel like uh, they have an all-time lead in this, this series. This should be a weeknight game. Seventy-three to thirty-four. Put this fucking game on this Thursday game should night. be on the last last week of the season. That's true. It should be the last week of the season too. Uh, big fail there. Uh, and I want New Mexico state in the mountain West. Let's go. Um, it's winnable. It's a very winnable game. You said the score last year was, uh, 21, nine. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go Aggies. I don't know. This is a 50, 50 game. Yeah. dude. This is tough. Albuquerque, maybe a, a tougher place to play. Uh, I'm going Aggies. I, I know, think so too. Yeah. So one and two. Now they head to the McGurk. Love this rivalry. What do we call this one? The Roswell Bowl? <laughs> That's right. Uh, New Mexico at UMass. Mm. I got a favor New Mexico, but this is a far trip. But at least I got a favor New Mexico by by a little bit there. But it's a long trip. UMass was pretty terrible. What was their record? One in like? eleven. One eleven. Yeah, we got to go two and uh, two. Lobos here, yep. dude. But they could if they get New Mexico State, they could be sitting there three and one heading into War Memorial on September thirtieth. Uh, I spoke to Craig Bull at Mountain West Media Day, and I feel like he's very confident in his team. I don't know that I've ever seen him this confident in the Cowboys, so I got to take them as a loss on September yeah. 30th. But I will have people know that I called for New Mexico as a 17 or 18 point dog to win outright two years ago at War, War Memorial, and that came to fruition. I feel like this will be a closer game than people think. Take the points in New Mexico. Well, a defensive slugfest, you're in the game. Yeah. You know. Two and three at the bye week. Yeah. What do you got him at? Two and three. Then they host San Jose State on October 14th. This is a sneaky game. I like San Jose State to win it, but it could be a little cold. I, I got caught in a blizzard in fucking New Mexico in October, October mid-October. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Desert's got some funny, uh, you know. And what is, what is it about the desert? It's just like there's no, uh, there's no, like. There's no walls. There's no hills. <laughs> there's no moisture to, like, regulate the uh, temperature. If it gets cold, it gets cold as shit. If it gets yeah. hot, it gets hot as shit. But no, I think it was right around that time that I was there that there was a big ass blizzard. Um, Patty C. Oh, San, San Jose State. Yeah. San Jose State gets the dub. Here's two an interesting four. one. Two and four. And then uh, I actually like New Mexico to win this game because of the weather and the altitude. Hawaii comes, Timmy Chang comes to uh, University Stadium in Albuquerque. Patty C. This is, what are you doing here? Oh gosh. I don't know what I did on the Hawaii podcast, but I'll tell you this. Here's a hedge for you. They're going to get at least one of these next three, maybe two of the next three. So uh, let's give them Hawaii. Let's give them the dub against Hawaii. Yeah. So that's got them at three, right? Yeah. The win totals at three and a half. And they better win one of these next two games because the end of the season is pretty tough. Uh, Well, they head to Reno. This is a winnable game. That is a winnable game. The take on the Wolfpack of Nevada. Nevada was two and ten, just like they were last year, and equally awful. They're winning one of these games right here. Yeah, between Nevada and UNLV. UNLV is in Albuquerque the very next week. That gives them a fourth win. I'm on the over. Yeah. Could and then they head to Boise and Fresno back to back weeks. Brutal. 
loss, loss. And then home to Utah State, probably a loss. I agree. But four and eight, four and eight, moving in the right direction. You, it's it, your first winning, uh, or first four win season. And how many years is that? Uh, <laughs> 20 says, oh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. That's in their yeah, four, it's your best season, season in the last seven, <laughs> seven years. You take it. Um, progress. Let me ask you this I could build you a case for, for New Mexico getting a, to a bowl. You ready for this? Yeah. Tennessee Tech, win. Yeah. New Mexico State, win. UMass, win. Yep. And I, I actually think there, there there wouldn't be any up huge upsets by by me building this case. Not at all. Hawaii, Nevada, UNLV. That's six. Yeah. I actually think, and and if I had to guess for an upset, I think they're capable of beating Utah State at home at University Stadium on November twenty fourth. There you go. Or at Wyoming because I just feel like Wyoming never blows teams out. So it's like one one play could make a difference. Oh, Maybe yeah. that block first block punt in 14 years. They're putting up a, a statue of Danny Gonzalez because <laughs> bowling, bowling this year. Let's go. Six he should safe. have a statue. What where is he safe? Where's he uh where's his job in jeopardy? Well if if he does four wins, you think he's back? He should be. I think he's making yeah progress a little bit there. Three? Maybe not. <laughs> So that's a huge, huge fourth game there. Yeah. Gotta uh, hit the over, Danny. Well, we've talked about this. We we want Danny Gonzalez to, to make it work at New Mexico. I want him to be a lo- at New Mexico for the next you know twenty years. Yeah. But Bronco Mendenhall has ties. True. So you got to wonder if you go three wins, four wins. Yeah. Bronco Mendenhall has been known to get you know seven, eight, nine, ten wins for most of his career, even at UVA. You know which yeah. I can attest to is hard as hell these days. Uh, so that would be statue worthy at maybe, maybe Danny Gonzalez needs really does need to prove something. If a guy like uh, uh, Bronco Mendenhall is out there. Yeah. And we don't want to wish unemployment for, for Danny Gonzalez. Cause I like him. He was actually a really nice guy, but um, what would be, do you think that would be the home run hire? You got to win, baby. You got to win. You think um, that would be the, the home run hire though? Yes, of course. Bronco Mendenhall, that'd be a hell of a What about like Andy Ludwig, the OC of Utah? If they were able to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, traditionally it's been defense, but that's Ken Niamatololo. Be fun. Would that work? Obviously the triple option is it's like, uh, is there one that would be like a fucking absolute home run to you? Mendenhall? No, there's nothing that, I mean, yes, Mendenhall, I guess. Yeah, Mendenhall would would be. A I'm trying run. to think if if is there anyone else that you would just say? What about if they landed Garrett Riley? Yes, that would be a home run. I don't think you would take it, right? I mean, what 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 constitutes a home run job aside from being a good coach? Regional ties. You know, we looked at their recruiting. Uh, they they're heavy into Texas, obviously. But Texas is right there. That's why Garrett Riley might consider it, right? Yeah, uh, they're uh, heavy into California. And other than that, it's oh, I got it all right here. Relatively evenly. Dispersed. I got it all right here. Thirty-two players from uh, New Mexico, fourteen from from Texas, twenty-seven from California. Oh, so they're heavier in uh, California, California than they yeah, are. They Texas. got five from Florida, so getting into Florida, and don't sleep on the uh, the uh, one from New Hampshire. <laughs> all right, there you go. Um, that, that, that's the perks of playing that uh, Roswell Bowl against uh, UMass. <laughs> Is you go, you can get one guy out of the Northeast. No, they got two. They got one out of what state is that? New York and one out of uh, maybe, maybe New Hampshire uh, or Connecticut. Maine. Yeah. (laughs) So get up there, play those games against UMass. We love the Roswell bowl. Uh, Folks. I I realized right now we were supposed to jump to college football campus tour being on the show, but I did did not up the, the clip did not upload. I had a chance to sit down with college football campus tour to talk about university stadium. So I apologize 
for not being able to play that video right now. But uh, we will have him back on the show to talk about University Stadium. It is a great stadium, Patty C. Look, look at the history. Maybe splice that in on uh, for the uh, uh, Spotify and uh, listeners. Yeah, I could do that. I could certainly do there that. But for, for you guys watching on YouTube, yeah, college football campus tour. I'm curious about uh, New Mexico's uh, football stadium, though. Yeah, no. So it, it's a cool stadium. It, it's a stadium that was built. Uh, so University Stadium, uh, stadium opened sixty three years ago. Patty C. Okay. Sixty three years That's ago. Some seat, tradition. It's about forty thousand, just shy of forty thousand. And uh, dude, it's outdoors. That's what you want with a football stadium, right? Yeah, beautiful views of the mountains in the background. Dude, that's a good stadium. Mountains. That is a good football stadium. All right. Yeah. The potential is there. I want both New Mexico schools to be really good at football. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I guess Arizona's got, you know, Scottsdale, Phoenix, but they're similar states in terms of, uh, you know, I guess geography and probably culture, you know? Yeah. And so why not? Why can't they be good? Arizona and Arizona state have had some great years. How about New Mexico and New Mexico state? Let's go. Let's go. Let's Maybe not New go. Mexico state on this podcast. Oh yeah. Oh, you're about to, you're about to get that hate <laughs> folks. Uh, subscribe to the college football experience as we break down all 133 teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. So subscribe, tell a friend and uh, look, uh, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the, uh, like I said, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Watch the show live folks. Um, as we break down every team in the land, we also host the FCS college football experience, um, and the college basketball experience. Get over there. Listen to that. The pit games at the pit are awesome. Richard Patino doing a great job with that program. They, they should be, I think perhaps a preseason favorite them or San Diego state Hello. Uh, to win the mountain West. Who's gotten the mountain West basketball has gotten fucking Pretty awesome. Legit. Pretty uh, legit. So check out that, get the SGP and app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. We got Phil Steele coming on next week to talk college football or actually this week, by the time you listen to it this week. Um, so check us out and uh, yeah. All right. And, and, and come talk uh, Lobo hoops or, or football with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. We're always talking sports there. So you will appreciate it. And so next time, this is the college football experience, New Mexico, Lobo style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run.